talk about it. Welcome to another episode of Champagne and Tea. So listen, um, the topic for the night is imitation is the biggest form of flattery until it becomes obsession. (laughs) Guys, 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 guys. So throughout my life, I have had so many uh, people attracted and drawn to me for different reasons. Uh, Some it was physical, some it was, you know, my energy, uh, all different types of reasons that people cling to you and attract to you. But one particular type of person that I literally spent nights praying out of my life was the possessive and insecure. And I'm not just talking about romantic, guys. I couldn't tell you the number of people that were put in my life that were just broken. They were so broken and they were trying to heal. But in the midst of them trying to heal, it was almost like they were angry that I was happy. (laughs) And little do they know, through some of the stages in my life, I wasn't happy. (laughs) I didn't have all my shit together. Everything wasn't perfect. Sometimes it was like the walls was falling down and I really didn't know how the hell I was getting out. But I was at peace. And see, that's the thing that I feel like my interpretation of the biblical term peace be still I feel like it's something that acquires understanding that at the end of the day when nothing else is going the way that you want to the only thing that you have the power over is your peace y'all used to be confident with my hell over my head confident without the weight that I wanted to be confident even when I was not in a place financially like My confidence was just at the end of the day, I'm at peace because this is where I'm at right now. And I know I'm not going to be here forever. And some people don't have that. Some people look for affirmations in other individuals. Some people look for um, confidence in other people. And so it came a time frame, me as this, you know, out and about world type person. um, When I would see those spirits, I felt like, you know, at one point in my life, I felt like they were my project. Like, you know, I had to help them. I couldn't just leave it alone. And they would do multiple things that made me aware that this person was not for me, whether it be romantic or friendship or family or whatever. Like the relationship itself was toxic because I was doing more giving than I was receiving. And not to say that everything you do needs to come with a price. But it definitely, you're going to pay the price if that person's only intention was there was to beat you down to make themselves feel better. Some people don't want to do the work to get better. Is it easier for them to play victim? And let's talk about the ones that support them. You're going to be the villain in somebody's story, y'all. But at the end of the day, you own, you own what you allow in your life. Oftentimes, we are going to be disappointed by the consequences of our decisions and maybe not getting where to where we want to be fast enough. But when you keep those type of people around you that really have no self-control, that stuff can become 
ridiculously toxic. Y'all had this friend, and I don't really speak on this person because my heart really, really prays for her every time I think about it. But I was 100%, you know, down for this person. I watched them spiral out of control on multiple occasions. And then relationships, she used to weigh in on my relationships, tell me that this wasn't working or that person wasn't good for me. And like, you know, because I trusted this person, I felt like, you know, that they had my best interest at heart. It wasn't until I was at the happiest in my life and in a good relationship, doing what I do and, and finally to a place where I felt comfortable this person straight up called trying to hurt themselves man and that hurt me so deep because they was like you have this and you have this family and you and they had no idea what the hell I was going through they had no idea that I was getting you know uh verbally abused physically abused and you know that my finances was was messed up like they had no idea what the hell I was going through but because I found happy in it because I chose peace in it they were I mean it was almost furious because I wasn't still there to handicap them dealing with their own personal issues and y'all I carried that burden because I was like oh my god I didn't even know this person felt that way and then from then on it made me more aware dealing with people because I said first of all I called to get this person help and they were mad at me they didn't want to speak to me no more all these things but I felt like it was bigger than that I felt like for the first time in my life, I understood that sometimes you're going to be a friend to somebody, you're going to love somebody, you're going to be a giver to somebody, and they cannot give that back to you. They are not able, they are not stable, they are not in a place where they value themselves to love themselves to give that back to you. And so you have to be strong enough to know when to leave, when to check out, when to say, hey, this ain't it, when to say this is toxic, this is going to become a real live either domestic situation or physical situation or toxic relationship because you're gonna feel like you're in bondage of this relationship y'all I never in my life felt such a need to remove myself from certain people and then it brought me back to the domestic situation and my own romantic relationship at the time all of these people I felt like I could save I felt like loving them was going to change the circumstance. And true enough, when you show someone love unconditionally, they do kind of get the gist of what love is. But if they're choosing to, that's the big, big part. Someone has to choose to make a change in their life for the outcome to change. They have to make that choice. So when you find someone doing the things that you do, and you find someone being wrapped up in in you but it's it's not really a uh what's the word i'm looking for it's not really a genuine support pay attention guys these were two or three times in my life that i almost lost my life dealing with obsessed individuals and that's the sad part they didn't even know that they were becoming obsessed People that are sick mentally or dealing with spirits of brokenness, they latch on to whatever else is going to be their life preserver. And they'll suck 
the life out of you, whatever that entails. Sometimes it's not physical, sometimes it's verbal, sometimes it's, you know, um, manipulative, vindictive. I mean, there's a lot of things that go on at the very antagonistic, and you somehow convince yourself that you're supposed to stay there. Guys, stop. I don't care if it is your blood and that is it if that person has not genuinely made a decision to change to seek therapy to address what they're doing leave them alone because they will only put you in a place to where you have to fight or flight and then you are are just as um broken and needing of repair as that person because spirits do travel um I'm expressing this because it always touches my heart every time I think about it because in my mind back then I felt like I was doing the right thing that I was loving these individuals that I was gonna nurse it back to health but guys anytime you took broken glass you have the opportunity to get cuts and some cuts are deeper than others so when you go in you got to go in with your gloves on your full armor on stay prayed up and ask God is that even something that he wants you to intervene in if that's something that even he wants you to be a part of he may be growing you to be able to learn how to take your cape off and say hey that is not where i'm going to go i am going to create healthy boundaries and this person is no longer going to be able to intervene on my peace and my happiness and my understanding guys i can't express this enough please be aware of your surroundings Stop letting the old sayings and things, old oh, blood thicker than water, or oh, um, you know, we're supposed to stay in this marriage until death do us part, but he keep killing you. And I'm not saying you shouldn't work on your marriage, and I'm not saying you should hate your family. What I'm saying is that sometimes every situation is not the same, and you have to make a decision to be free and love them from a distance and let God work that thing out because God will move you out the way. Once you let go and stop trying to fix what he's supposed to be in, he will make it right. And that's the hardest part of letting go of control because even our fleshly desires get like almost a fix out of being that hero. You don't have to be the hero, honey. They tell you that on the plane. Put your oxygen mask on first because you can't save nobody. If you're dead and gone, you can't save nobody if you can't take care of yourself first. So... I will definitely touch on this topic again, but when you see somebody constantly mocking what you got going on and it's almost like the backhanded, um, the backhanded, uh, congratulations and compliments and they constantly digging or looking for wrong and other aspects or they try to separate you guys, those are all signs of insecurity and, uh, toxic, bitter traits you need to pay attention to that and and you shouldn't feed into it um love y'all as always just dropping some tea um truthful tuesdays y'all have a good evening love you much until next time